podcast is not affiliated with, nor does it speak on behalf of any company, organization, or firm. This is based on the personal experiences and opinions of two individual professionals. Welcome to our podcast, The Coding Corporate America. Welcome to the bonus edition, Erica's Recap Corner. I'm Erica. So shout out to my amazing co-host, Shashala. She just premiered Shashala Speaks as a bonus episode that just dropped where she gets personal and talks about her superstar mentor and how his impact has led her to her current career path. Make sure you all check it out. Really good gems in there. So look, after doing episode six, the power of leveraging your network with executive director and corporate leader, Jared Spencer. Hey, big shout out to Jared. I still had much to say and to add. But we're honoring our promise and your time to keep our episode to 15 minutes. We didn't get a chance to dive into Erica's Recap Corner. So, hey, this is why you're here now. So we're going to do that now in this bonus episode edition. To help me with this bonus episode will be my good friend, DEI professional, George Okra. Before I ask George to introduce himself, I just want to say a big thank you for being so accommodating George, oh my gosh, thank you. So for many of you that don't know, I'm a new mom. So it's been quite interesting managing work-life balance as well as fighting fighting for my dreams and passion projects. So Shashala and I do our, our podcast late Saturday nights after putting my son down. So yeah, 8.30, 9 o'clock, guys. The late night doesn't always work out for our guests, but George was very accommodating because he knows my dreams and passions. So thank you, George. So please introduce yourself. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. I should be the one thanking you for, uh, for having me on your platform. Um, but thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm George O'Cry. As uh, Erica said, I, I spent most of my professional life in education and nonprofit, um, but probably the past decade or so, focusing specifically on uh, corporate DEI uh, efforts. So. I'm happy to be here and lend my voice to, to the conversation. Yes, George, you're amazing. I'm not going to name the past forum that we were at. You did amazing there, hence the reason why we needed to have you here. So look, we're a couple episodes in and we're slowly building a cadence and tradition. So in true Erica's Recap tradition style, here's the rundown of our last episode in five succinct bullet points. I'm really going to try to keep this succinct, guys. You know it's hard. And just really focus on those that resonated with me. The first question was, were you always great at networking? Now, he went into him being an introvert and also sharing that being an introvert, having interpersonal relationships really consumes energy while extroverts, you know, thrive off of this energy and gain energy from it. I mean, I know for me, I think I kind of ebb and flow both ways. George, I think I know, you know, where you kind of stand on that, just knowing your personality, but we'll go into that a bit, right? But, you know, I thought that was interesting that he shared that bit. The next question was, how can I learn to embrace networking when I hate it and think it's a bit contrived and disingenuous? Okay. So he shared that networking can mean so many different things to different people. And hence the reason why we needed to decode this on corporate America, right? So how do we learn how to embrace it, right? First, you need to change your mindset, right? You need to first start by learning your value to them. If you're sitting there taking the initiative to reach out to, to them, 
really think about your unique perspective of how you could actually assist them, right? Also realize that people love to be asked. Look, they really do. Like a lot of times folks are flattered that you're even thinking about them to reach out to them. And then even for yourself, never feel annoyed if, you know, someone is looking to um, network with you. You know, they're literally taking the time to, you know, spend time with you and, you know, ensuring that both of your time is valuable. The next questions were, how do you overcome fears of networking? This tends to happen. And he gave some really good tips in terms of how to do this. Now, um, this is one thing that I really liked. He had suggested to take on leadership roles in addition to your day job, because it helps when you're actually connecting with others to have some material to talk about, right? So if you're speaking to someone and you're introducing yourself, rather than just saying, hey, I'm Erica, you could say, hey, I'm Erica and I am part of an ERG, blah, 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 right? So that's a, that, I really like that um, example that he had given. And then um, one other thing that I love that he went into, a lot of people don't tend to do this, but I think it's very useful, was to go into some of the networking mistakes. So he shared some of his three pet peeves, which I thought was 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 great because this does tend to happen a lot for people who reach out to me. The first one is when you're first reaching out to people on the first outreach, try not to just sell yourself. Find a way to spin it in a way. If you're reaching out to someone, try to find a commonality that you have with them. And then another thing is when you're reaching out to someone to network with them, try not being vague, right? Like asking a question, what is it like to work at your bank? It's just so generic and dry. What you want to do is ask more specific questions, right? Now, uh, an example is what's the difference between a consumer bank versus an investment bank? You know, I thought those were really good um, suggestions there. And then um, the last one that tends to come up so often, especially you know, and this tends to happen to me a lot. So it definitely resonated was when people reach out to me um, via, let, let's say, LinkedIn. And, you know, it's, it's at, at times people don't normally realize that they do this, but they'll say, hey, I want to find a job at your bank. OK, have you looked on our bank's boards? It's very important that you do your research, guys. You know, when you're reaching out to someone and you're looking to make a connection, do your research, right? Do your homework. It really makes a difference because it shows that person that you are invested in what you're trying to get out of that relationship with them. All in all, it does help um, in terms of like these tips that Jared has shared with us because networking is more than transactional. And I love that he left us with those tips that networking is definitely much more transactional. It's 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 more than just connecting with someone who you um, you know are looking to uh, get a paycheck from, right? Or to leave to get a paycheck from. It's really to broaden your relationships with others, which in turn could end up helping you with your paycheck and your dollars. So anyways, <laughs> so George, I'm going to pause there because I know that I just shared a lot. So you as a master networker, right? Why don't you share with us how you've done that and how have you done it effectively? Yeah, no, thank you. Um, I think for me, maybe just backing out a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I think I just never understood the power of networking. And, and mm. you know, as I think of like, a younger version of me, you know, if you had sat me down and said, Hey, George, I, I, I have two options for you. I'll give you 10,000 bucks or I'll give you access to 
to a powerful network of people <laughs> who can help accelerate your career. I probably would have looked at you and said, hey, give, give me the money. And <laughs> thank you very much. Right. Um, <laughs> right. And, and as, I've, as I've matured in my own professional journey, what I realize is in some ways we, we neglect to really give networking the, the credit that it's due because we're, we're, we're socialized. And when I say we, I mean typically folks who come from communities that are underrepresented. We're mm-hmm. socialized to think that if you work hard, if you display competence, that will open the doors for you. And while that is true to a certain extent, it'll only get you so far. Mm-hmm. What you also need is help. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right. And to make the right connections and to get in front of the right people and to be tapped on the shoulder for specific stretch opportunities and career property, you know, growth prospects. And all of those things typically come up as a result of networking. So to me, the real capital, the real currency is social capital, right? right. And that is way more valuable than, you know, a couple hundred bucks or 10 grand in this case. Um, and I think we need to start viewing social capital the same way we, we view a tangible currency or tangible asset. Um, so I'll start with that. And then I'll, I'll um, go on to answer your question in the sense that I just kind of just started being okay with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to, you know, feel very weird about reaching out to people that I didn't know. I used to feel really weird about blind emailing and blind calling people. And then what I realized is this is just how things get done, right? It's expected that you will reach out. I didn't really understand that, you know. George, I'm shocked. You <laughs> you were uncomfortable? Oh, my God. I You're was. like the social butterfly. Get out of here. Interesting. I was. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, I was. I, I didn't know what to say. I didn't think I had anything of value to say. Wow. Um, I thought it would be weird for me to ask for favors and not have anything to offer in return. So as I was listening to your to you recap charts uh, piece, mm-hmm. a lot of that actually resonated with me. There is a value. You know, these days you see a lot of reverse reverse mentoring and uh, yes. initiatives, right, really um, kind of take seed across organizations. And there is a power of sh- shared perspective um, between people that perhaps are more seasoned in their careers versus those that are maybe more early stage. Um, right. And there is a lot of shared learning that can happen as a result of these mentoring relationships. So if you are like me and my younger self and you're having, you know, cold feet <laughs> and the trepidation about reaching out, just kind of toss that to the side because it's, mm-hmm. it's very well worth it. Well, that's the first step. The yeah. second step was having an ask, right? And so not just networking just for the sake of networking, mm-hmm. but going in with a specific ask uh, right. and making that, that, that time, making it constructive, making sure that it's productive. Um, and then, you know, following up, like up if, if you got yes. an assignment or, you know, someone recommended a book or an article, read it. Yes. <laughs> Follow up and say, hey, <laughs> I read this thing that you recommended. I found these pieces of it to be quite helpful. So 
it's really a, a cadence. It's, it's a back and forth. It's like any sort of dance, a tango, merengue. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's feeding the relationship, <laughs> right? It's yeah. feeding the relationship because it is a two-way street, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you know, one thing that I realized that I also did forget to include, and I know I'm supposed to keep this down to five, but you know, we do have about a minute and change left. But listen, the last point that we reviewed with him was, how have you leveraged your network to help you propel your career or navigate in the corporate space? And one thing that I love that he shared was, he leads with what makes him different. And this is both in his formal and informal networks. And when you had mentioned that, what you just shared, it made me think of that. Going back to him being a leader within his ERGs, it really helped him, you know, kind of get over that fear in terms of approaching people and connecting with them, right? You know, he basically had shared, hey, I'm Jared and I represent, you know, XYZ ERG. So, you know, I think, um, you know, that, that, that's that been great advice that you shared with us, George. So thank you so much. Thank you for Pleasure. your words of wisdom, George. <laughs> and thank you to our listeners for tuning into this bonus episode in Erica's Recap Corner. Look for more of those behind the scenes on our Instagram at The Coding Corporate. Also stay tuned because we're coming close to the end of our season one and our next episode will be featuring our friend Renee. Stay tuned for that. In the meantime, George, how can folks get in contact with you? <laughs> so I am guilty. It's funny when you were talking about LinkedIn. <laughs> I, I am guilty, uh, but I, I will air my dirty laundry. For the oh, world gosh. <laughs> well, you're going to get it of... together after this. <laughs> well, here, here's the... Here's the, the uh, I, I, I can't even... I can't even tell you how to characterize it. I'll leave that to your audience. So for eight years, I never went on LinkedIn. I set up a page, logged in, set, finished the setup, and then never went back on for eight years. <laughs> and so for everyone who messaged me that I didn't respond to for eight years, I've taken this opportunity to publicly apologize. <laughs> Networking 101, keep your LinkedIn up to date. Exactly. (laughs) So I share this story, which doesn't paint me in the most flattering light, but as a cautionary tale to say, if you're serious about networking, leverage every tool that's available to you. I just, you know, as I said before, I made the mistake early on of thinking that it was really just based on my merit that would propel me to, you know, new heights. And as I realized that that's not enough, I, I took a more concerted approach and was more intentional about that. So now I'm reformed. And so you can find me on LinkedIn. There we go. There we go. So guys, you heard it here. You can find George Okra on LinkedIn. We'll definitely make sure we spell his name correct so you guys can find him. So thank you again, George. And everyone, thank you. That's a wrap. Until next time, thank you for tuning into Decoding Corporate America. 